Hey, I just wanted to say thanks for being a great co-host. Oh, you're welcome. Aren't you going to say something? All right. Itch manners. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. You've been challenged with a techno. <laughs> I felt like a narrator on a reality show for a moment. A uh, little bit. Yeah? Hey. Tonight. Hey, Internet. I have a new chair. I'm not sitting on a child's play chair anymore. Well, a child's play chair plus my uh, meditation. Like, pillow. Yeah, pillow. Yeah. <laughs> now you're sitting on a grown adult chair that's An, purple and swivels. A swivelly office chair. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Sorry the episode's late. Uh, Dot had a cold last week, I tell you. Yeah. It gets away from, you know, when you have a kid who's alternating screaming at you and falling asleep on you in equal measure, <laughs> it, the, the moments, they all just drain away. Not a lot of time for podcast recording when that happens. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we are back. We're here. We're ready to do it. And I, I acknowledge that. And I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate you too. Sure. Yes. So we're talking about acknowledgments. And this yes. is a little bit different to me than our normal topics mm -hmm. because it means different things, right? Like it could be the very specific like acknowledgement in like a book or acknowledgement that, of that, like credit. That, that's the one that we're going to talk about. Well, but you can also acknowledge like, hey, Saw that you did that. And it I mean, was good. of course you can, but that's not the one that has any kind of like. Well, that's the only one I know anything about. It. No, the, no, the one. Now, listen, I would like to read the suggestion that was sent in. Okay. Thank you, Anne C. Hello, Schmannerly people. Hello. I would like to suggest an episode on acknowledgments. I'm curious about the topic in general, but especially about acknowledgments in books. Because I am writing a book, and I found out I have to submit acknowledgments as part of the manuscript. Mm. I've never done this before, was not given much guidance, so I want to be sure I'm following good schmanners. I know Travis has just written a book about podcasting. Oh, I did. With his brothers. Who did I dedicate that to? So I figured he might have some insight into this process based on his own experience. I feel like we dedicated it to mom and dad. Oh, okay. I feel like both of them. I think the, the dedication was to mom and dad uh, who taught us we could have been anything. Sorry, this is what we did. <laughs> I think it's something like that. Okay. And, did you, and that was, so sometimes people separate acknowledgments and dedications. Did you do any thank yous for anybody? Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Because I thought, I was about to ask the difference between dedication and acknowledgments. Well, I mean, there doesn't have to be a difference. You can call, you can dedicate it to someone in the acknowledgments. Yeah. Or you can have a separate dedication page and acknowledgments page. Or you can just dedicate it. Or 
you don't have to do any of those things. I think we just did a dedication, but now that I'm thinking about it, when we do the special edition with the hollow foil cover, mm. <laughs> then we'll, we'll add some thank yous in there. I can't believe we didn't thank you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Hey. I was in the book a little bit, so thank you, you don't now. you don't necessarily. Oh, well, you're you're welcome. Okay. Um. All right. So the acknowledgement section. Uh, is a way to display appreciation uh, in a very public forum, obviously. Um, and, you know, the people who helped you along the way, uh, you know, the, it's kind of like, um, I, I don't want to say participation prize, <laughs> but it is a little bit because they don't actually, nobody actually gets anything. Yeah. It's just like, I want to thank my eighth grade English teacher type I, stuff. I, while you're right that nobody gets anything, I th- I would, I would, not call it a participation trophy because I think that that downplay, the thing is, is like, it takes a lot of work to write a book. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I've, I've done a couple of them now. Um, and when you dedicate a work to somebody, right. Or acknowledge somebody within the thing, it feels like a pretty big deal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. getting thanked in an acceptance speech and like certainly, that kind of thing certainly. of like, it's nice. Should one write acknowledgments, they are usually found at the end of the book, Mm. um, whereas dedications often placed at the front. But like I said, you can put your dedication statement in your acknowledgments. You can put I mean, really, it's there aren't really that many rules. It's really the publisher and the editor's preference for what they usually do. Um, But I mean, if you don't want to thank anybody, you absolutely don't have to. I mean, I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit because somebody asked a question about this and I love it very much. This is from Pigeon Slash. Is it bad to dedicate a book to yourself? Uh, it's I wrote my book because it's what I wanted to read and wrote in the dedication that others should try the same. I do not think it is bad at all. I would totally do this. I dedicate this book to me because I did all the hard work. <laughs> it's perfectly fine as far uh, as I go. Times. I think, I, sure, uh, as long as it goes with the kind of tone of your book. Sure. I think that's great. I mean, yeah, if I if I do a memoir, I'm dedicating it to myself. Okay, perfect. Sometimes it'll, I'll just sit and think about what would the title of my memoir be. Right now, I mean, the safe bet seems like Middleist or something like that. That seems like a good title. But sometimes there's it's just really out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you can also... I'm My Own Hero would be a good title for my book. Oh, okay, sorry, okay. it's not important. You can dedicate it to your readers, to the people who are reading this book. Yeah. You are loved and appreciated or something like that, right? There's There really isn't any kind of rule, I think, as long as it... Like I said, it goes with the tone of the book. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you write a true murder book that has some really graphic stuff in it, maybe don't dedicate that one to your Mima. Mm. You know what I mean? I see a, a lot of like. Memoir. Or if she's in it, I mean, maybe yeah, listen, do it. maybe Mima loves true crime and she taught you to love it. I don't know. But uh, I see, I mean, there's a lot of like memoirs where it's dedicated to like parents, right? Mm-hmm, that feels right? like a good one. Absolutely. Uh, or like a children's book that you wrote dedicated to your kids or your mm-hmm. nieces or whatever. Uh, Boynton. What is Susan Boynton? Uh, Sarah Boynton. Yes. Oh, who writes an amazing children's book. Always seems to be dedicating it to some niece or nephew. Indeed. Um, so for a long time, uh, thank you section wasn't even really included in most books. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised by that. Paper wasn't cheap. Exactly. Paper wasn't cheap. And, you know... 
to have a book start with a page that's mostly blank and mostly not part of the story or the information like that just wasn't done. And you look at it and be like, who's Brian? I don't know Brian. <laughs> just tell Brian thank you. Why do I care about Brian? I'm sorry, Brian, if you're listening. I do care about you. If there were personal messages or acknowledgments, they were usually in the back so that a reader could get through the book and not actually have to read them if they didn't want to. Yeah. Um, and so in fiction, the kind of like the way that acknowledgments were like evolved was that uh, you would kind of settle your debts a little bit. Like a little, uh, somebody thanked you, or oh, somebody proofread, or somebody edited, or or Some whatever. Tit for tat. Exactly right. You would kind of like settle your debts in there. So like, if you had a researcher, if you, in any of that stuff. If your friend like inspired you to write the book, and like. Well, I'm thinking more of like making it kind of even Stevens, right? Uh, I'll put your name in my book and when it sells a lot of books, you'll be famous type thing. Sure. For exposure. Thank you. Exposure. Yeah. That's it. Exposure don't pay the bills, as they say. You know my favorite part a piece of information beginning of a book? What? It's really nerdy but true. The like uh uh copyright publishing date. Oh yeah. I every time like BB has a lot of those like golden books and I'll like look and like tell her like this book is like forty three years old and mm. every time it is like I have just uncovered like the Rosetta Stone or something <laughs> I'm like it's forty three years old she's like what what she just can't handle things being older than like two years <laughs> um so some pretty famous dedications uh, which like I said um, are usually at the beginning of the book if mm. you if you have one at all um. Charlotte Bronte dedicated Jane Eyre to Thackeray. That's me. That's all it says. It just says Thackeray. It was Thackeray Banks from. <laughs> oh, Hogan was Park. it? Yeah. Well, that the cat was immortal. You see, so we're pretty certain, actually, that oh. it was British novelist William Makepeace Thackeray, but not Thackeray Banks. The cat, Mm-mm. voiced by Jason Marsden. No. Okay. Um, Who and... also did the voice of Max Goof in Goofy Movie? Are we sure? We're sure. And a lot of the writers at this time, especially uh, people who were writing under pen names, uh, didn't dedicate it to anyone, thinking that if someone recognized the person or whatever, Mm. they might be found out. See, if I was writing under a pen name, I'd dedicate it to my real name. And they'd be like, wait, how does, uh, I don't know, how does Robin Goodfellow know Travis McRoy? And I would never tell that because we were the same person. Robin Goodfellow is the real name of Puck, I guess. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think I asked a question, but I kind of made it sound like a question. I can see why you got okay confused. Um, and in a similar vein, uh, when dedications were made in books, they were often like. Gossip factories, right? So, you know... um, Why does Travis like his dad so much? (laughs) In Bronte's mention of Thackeray, for example, it could have been that 
they were just an admirer of his work, right? Yeah. But many people think that this is proof that they had some kind of romantic connection that remained unspoken or or whatever it is, well, right? Well, to be fair, back then, people didn't have television and they were really bored. <laughs> so no. anything mm. that seemed interesting, like, I don't know if this is anything, but we got past the time. So yeah, I guess this Bronte woman loved some Thackeray guy. I don't know, but it's all I care about now. I shipped that, they um, said. And so it really wasn't wasn't a usual thing uh, to dedicate or to acknowledge anybody. And some people even made a point of blank acknowledgments and pages. Uh, so just extra pages at the end of the book to kind of make a point about, I'm a genius and I wrote it myself. Oh, really? I always thought, though, so you could take notes. No. At the end, if you have theories. Now, I'm not saying that every book that has blank pages at the end is saying, this was all my doing, I'm a master. I'm a masterpiece right here. Kind of sounds like that's what you're saying. What I'm saying is, it is left up to interpretation, and sometimes people just pointed that out. They were like, I didn't thank anybody, just me. I think if I write another book, I'm going to leave blank pages in the middle, like as you flip through like every 30-second page or something will be blank. And it'll just say a little bit at the bottom, like, just a reminder, I wrote this book by myself. Okay, keep going. And then you flip <laughs> that page. Or it'll say, like, this page left blank, so you can draw your best turtle, and then you can draw a turtle in there. Right. I feel like you're not as on board with that as I thought you were going to be. I thought you'd be excited for doodle pages. No? If the book is about doodling. No, that's the thing. Sometimes it'll be, like, in the middle of a really stressful scene, or, like, someone's hanging off a cliff or something. You're like, oh, my God, I can't. What's going to happen? It's like, hey, take a quick breath, draw then, a turtle. Then I feel like, don't tell me what to do. Oh, well, you can just rip it out and eat it then if you want to. <laughs> Yum. Okay, so. You know what? Speaking of taking notes, it's time for a thank you note for our sponsors. Ah, you almost got me. This week, we want to write a thank you note to DoorDash. In part, because I got some really yummy Indian food on DoorDash this week. I Yum. loved it. But also because DoorDash isn't just for like restaurants and ordering meals and stuff. No, my friends, you can get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Oh, oh man. How is it that we always seem to run out of either diapers or wipes, never like at the same time while I'm at the store, but like, oh no, we've got three diapers left. DoorDash to the rescue. That's right. And you can still get your meals too. They, I've seen them doing this thing where like, I'll order a meal, right? And then it'll be like, hey, if you need something from Walgreens, just go ahead and do it right now while you're at it. Include it in the thing, they'll pick it up. And it's like, oh, great. I That's haven't ever awesome. needed that. But yeah, it's awesome. And it's easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SCHMANNERSPOD, all one word. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code SCHMANNERSPOD. Subject to change. Terms apply. Schmanners is also sponsored in part this week by Quip. Listen, yes, we've been talking about Quip for a long time. That's true. And there is a new addition <gasps> that's not new to me because I'm in the know. Okay, why did you say that like you were threatening me? Okay. <laughs> I'm not threatening you. Just I'm just telling you okay. that I'm super cool because I have Quip's new mouthwash. Oh yeah, and it helps complete my clean. 
It comes in a beautiful refillable dispenser that is delightful to use that and sleek enough to fit on my bathroom counter. It also is uh, rose gold. So I have my matching like mouthwash and floss and toothbrush. Yeah, I love it. It's pretty good. We do love it. You can check that out. And Quip also delivers fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from just $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. And if you go to getquip.com slash schmanners5, the number five, right now you can get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit. That's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and a 90-dose supply of Quip's four times concentrated formula at getquip.com slash schmanners5, the number five. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash schmanners and the number five. Quip, the good habits company. We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek, what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone, every other Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so, where were we? Well. Yes? So, nowadays, now that... You know, paper isn't super expensive, and we have inkjet printers and and things like and that. Paper right? grows on trees. Uh, I'm a dad. Uh, acknowledgments are pretty standard. Okay. Um, and people actually read them. There, there's a lot to suggest that hopeful writers may use them to search for an agent or an editor they can reach out to, or. Uh, Friends of writers will turn to the back hoping to see their names Mm -hmm. on the list. Um, And even if you are not interested in writing a book, uh, sometimes people really like to read them just to get a little window into the author's life. Yeah. Um, And they can be almost like a, a prologue to the book, right? Sure, sure, sure. Now, do they have to be true or could I dedicate it to like my dear, dear friend John Stamos? Ah, uh, again, I think it all has to do with tone. Okay. Um, and so it would be fun if John Stamos had to make a public statement about whether or not he knew me, right? Yes. That would be pretty fun for you. That would be I fun mean, for you. Justin Griffin would probably enjoy it too. I don't know if it would be fun for John Stamos. Oh. Anyway, so uh, there's an article called "The Story Behind the Story." An Appreciation of Author's Acknowledgements, written by Henriette Lazierdis, perhaps. Um, And within it, it says, At their best, acknowledgements can be finely wrought short stories with the author as the protagonist. Oh, right. Very cool. Um, And she also goes on to say that at least one of the acknowledgements she's read has made her cry. Wow. Uh, It's uh, she said that it was um, 
an acknowledgement that she read in Robin Black's If I Loved You, I Would Tell You This. And the language is so careful and precise, and it just really feels like almost a conversation Mm. inside the book. So it it creates a kind of world, you see. Uh, So not just the world of the book, but a little window into the author as well. Love it. It's a little behind the scenes. Oh, sure. Definitely. A little BTS. Here is, here's, here's one thing. Oh. It's gotten to the point, though, that there are some circles within the literary community. Uh-huh. Where you are mm, kind of dissing people when you don't write them in your acknowledgement. Oh, isn't that the thing? I mean, I, so this is, this is just a true fact about any kind of like acknowledging somebody publicly, right? Right. You either, okay, say that there's like 10 people that you work with, right? Mm-hmm. There is a tipping point, right? And it's amorphous. You can't nail it down every time. But like, say you think one or two of them in a speech, totally fine. The other like eight people are fine. But there hits a point where it's like, why did he think eight of us and not those two? Exactly. It's it's like not inviting the the one person right. in your office to to your wedding, right? But everyone else gets invited. It's kind of it's kind of suspect. And there are also those in the literary community who feel that it would be better to maybe gift the people who you need to thank with a personal inscription in their own copy of the book, right? Mm. So instead of printing everybody's name in every book, why not leave acknowledgments out completely and just write a beautiful letter to someone who thought who thanked you? While giving them the book, like write it an yeah. inscription. That's what I. That's the one yeah. I'm looking for. I I understand that, but I think that that kind of misses the point to some degree. Where like you know you mentioned research earlier, right? We mm-hmm. thank Alex in every episode. We could we not make this show without her. And I think that there would be a difference between like writing Alex a really nice thank you note versus crediting her for her work. I mean, we pay her for her work too because mm-hmm. you pay people for their work, but we also publicly credit. The work that she does. Right. And I think that there is something to acknowledging someone's work without which your work could not have been completed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe it's different. It's like, thanks to my friend Joan, without whose support, I wouldn't have been able to, like, moral support. Right. That's where it's like, I don't know, maybe you could have just written her a nice note. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's pluses and minuses. There's, you know, one side of the coin and the other side of the coin. I can't. It's up to you, you is what I'm a, no, saying. Teresa, you need to make a decision right now. I can't make that decision. Then why am I here? You married me? Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? It's all coming back to me now. Okay. So we have come to the conclusion that it is whatever you want, right? Sure. Here are just just a few tips Tips some, and some tricks. tips and tricks, okay? Um, so do you have to include your uh, acknowledgments in the original manuscript you send in? Probably not. But you should ask your editors and publishers when they need them by, right? Yeah. Uh, another tip is it's in good taste to thank your editors and publishers and people who actually, like, worked on the production of the book. Um, but, you know, like I said, if you want to, you can thank your best friends or your pets or or whatever um, often. 
These are people that regularly show up in in acknowledgments, family members, including spouses, kids, parents, friends, co-workers and assistants, editors, book staff, publishers, agents, contributors and advisors. Uh, your contributors and advisors, you know, I mentioned, thank my my teacher or or whatever it is. Um, you can thank that cool bird you saw while you were writing the book. <laughs> I mean, I, I looked out the window. Could. It was awesome, man. If it was an inspiration to you, absolutely. Um, and again, if John Stamos is an inspiration, you could you could thank him if you wanted man, there to. There are many people. Uh, I need to write a book now. Just saying, can you write a book that's all acknowledgments? <laughs> that's that just the first be... <laughs> page is one. You write a one-page story, uh-huh. the end, and then there's like 299 pages of acknowledgments after it. I suppose in the comedy section, you definitely you. Could. I feel like that was reductive, madam. What if that one-page story was really good? Um, you could group them in specific sections. So I would suggest if you if you want to write everybody's name separately on note cards or pieces of paper, and then you can kind of like arrange them in groupings and then arrange those groupings from first to last and, and you know, do it kind of like that. Um, now I want to write a book called Acknowledgements, and now I'm kind of going to sink my teeth into it just to spite you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm not going to write that book just to spite you. But if you are going to write a book and include acknowledgments, you do want to make sure that it is it is in keeping with the book. I keep saying the tone, the tone yeah. of the book. Um, but also, like, if it is a sentimental book, maybe you want to thank more personal friends. If it's a self-help manual, maybe you want to thank inspirations inspirations and and things like that um but like it's up to you it's up to you and if you don't want to write them you don't have to i love it well let's acknowledge some people first alex without whom we would not be able to make the show rachel Mm-hmm. Our editor, without whom we would not be, be able to make this the show. show. Uh, thank you both. <laughs> thank you, our listeners, for listening, without whom we could make this show. But what would be the point? <laughs> <laughs> um, we also want to thank MaximumFun.org, our podcast home. Check out all the other amazing shows there. You can also go to McElroy.family. Check out all the other McElroy projects. Uh, I stream on Twitch. If that's something you're interested in, I play some video games on there. Twitch.tv slash the Travis McElroy. It's fun. Uh, let's see. What else, Teresa? We always thank Brent, Brentelfloss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Thank you to Kayla and Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. At SchmannersCast uh, is where we get listener-submitted questions for episodes. Uh, so follow us there and keep an eye on that. Maybe we will read your question on the show. Ooh, la la. Thank you to Bruja Betty Pinup Photography for the cover picture of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give it or get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that group. Um, also, I want you to know because I just said it. Every time I say ooh la la now... It's hard for me not to follow it up with, ooh, la, la, waka, waka. <laughs> I know. Okay. But we did it once on this show, and it's been stuck in my head ever since. Ooh, la, la, waka, waka. <laughs> uh, if you would like to submit a topic or an idiom, uh, please email us, shamanerscast at gmail.com. And, you know, say hi to Alex. She reads every single one. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. Join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Shmanners. Manners. Shmanners. Get it.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.